to avoid saying, what did I do? After saying I do, starts with every step you take now as a single person, whether you are dating or not in a relationship at the moment, or whether you are engaged and about to be married. Every step counts. And this podcast is about taking the right steps. It's about helping you do the right thing through biblical rules that have worked for many in the past and still works and will always work. Welcome to the Jackie Talks podcast where we talk real life and real love. I hope you enjoy every bit of it. Learn as much as you can and share with your friends. Welcome to another podcast and I'm delighted to be here again. It's Jackie, Jackie Talks, Jackie Noludimo and I'm here again to share with you. Thank you for the feedbacks. Um, thank you for liking. Thank you for your comments to me on WhatsApp and on Instagram as well. Um, before I dive into today's um, topic, um, which is a very interesting one, um, I got a question from the last one and I have promised that my podcast will reflect questions and I will provide answers on the spot to questions I may have received in the past one week, you know, as a result of the podcast I released. Um, And the question is, dear Jackie, can you please help me? I have been cohabiting with my boyfriend. We have been dating and living together for two years, but I personally even feel tired of it now. I want to move out. It's a lot. Um, How do I do this now that I want to stop cohabiting, just like your podcast said, you know, and I really agree with it. Help me, Jackie. I want to say thank you. First things first um, for reaching out. You know yourself all the way from America. I want to say thank you for reaching out. And I want to say um, well done to you. I commend your courage because um, it is not um, it is not an easy you know, feet to, to want to undo this kind of thing, but it's something that must be done. And so well done for sticking your head out, for saying, I want to move out. This is not right before God. And I want to stop doing it just because it is not right before God. It's not even about me. It's not even about the boyfriend or the girlfriend. It's about God. And you see what happens when you want to honor God, when you choose to honor God is that God backs you up. God is almost like he opens his huge arms of embrace and, you know, he welcomes you in. That's what happens when you choose to honor God, when you choose to do things for God's sake. And I really commend you. My heart really commends you. Um, but here are a few things to, to help you. First things first, prayerfully do this. You need courage. You need strength of heart to do this. I know what it means to have been living with someone for two years. Maybe you're sharing the rent or maybe he even pays the rent, you know, um, because my the question has come from a lady. Um, so bear with me. Um, but I, I understand what it means. You've been living together. You're used to that address. Your meals come to that address. You know, I mean, a whole lot, you know. But you have to do this because it's what's honorable, because you're obeying a higher um, authority, which is God, your maker, the one who made him, who made you, you know, and it's such a beautiful thing. So here it is. Number one, prayerfully do this. So start praying and saying, God, give me all the strength and grace to do this. I want to move out, make a way for me, um, prepare his heart because you're going to have a conversation with him. And he doesn't really have to end the relationship. Sincerely, even though you may have um, been living in sin, first off, you want to break out of that, break out of that. Okay. Um, state it, make it clear, state it that you do not want to live this life anymore. Um, and then 
you want to have a conversation about father you want to move out and your reason is clear it's not that i don't love you anymore it's just because i want to do right with god i don't know what will happen after that um depending on how you know you guys are depending on your relationship with god your relationship with yourself depending on how he may want to do things right as well it doesn't have to end the relationship it may just be a time to call each other back to god and to to begin to align yourself and your relationship with god you know um in fact i, I kind of feel like this may be a, it, it may even um propel the relationship to move on to marriage if you are intentional singles you know to sort of take a break to sort of repent of your sins redirect your 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 way and then begin to build a healthy relationship which in soon you know which sooner or later may result in you know both of you taking on the marriage um um the marriage call you know um so prayerfully do that that's number one number two is you want to begin to look out for your options so and you want to do that quickly you don't want to stay in this for too long you want to move out so it's not something you're gonna you know drag or waste time doing no so it's something you want to begin to ask friends or as you're praying or you're asking friends who you can you may move in with them maybe share their rent or an auntie and uncle or family you know that you want to move in with and um, they don't mind just because you want to honor god you also want to begin to trust god for your own space a small place where you can afford to pay the rent you know and you want to start doing that right away you want to move as soon as possible you want to be clear that it's not a war you're not declaring war you're not declaring hatred. You are you are actually um, running towards what is better for your life and what God wants of you. All right. And so have those conversations. Make your move. If there are ways where they have been providing for you because you um, you have been living with them, it may also mean that it's a time to now begin to sacrifice. You may not be able to um, immediately come up with those things or be able to do those things yourself. And so it's fine. It's fine. It's one of the cross you have to carry now. And trust me, with God, God rewards, God honors, God does not put his own to shame. Okay, so those are my steps for for breaking out of um, um cohabiting with your your partner, um, your unmarried um partner, your your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you know. Um, it's about being brave and doing what is right and choosing to stand with God because he who stands with God does not stand alone. I hope this helps and I hope it it plunges you to, you know, um, move out quickly and begin to um, live a better life for God as a single. Great. Now to the topic for today. I hope that helps you um, all the way from America and everybody else who's listened. Um, moving to the topic for today. The topic for today is very interesting and it's about dating. <laughs> it's about dating. Um, the question, it came as a question as well. And I just thought, okay, I'll, I'll treat it in my next podcast. Okay. And the question is, should singles, should Christian singles use online dating sites? Should Christian singles use online dating sites? And sincerely, I'm going to go about this topic being very honest with you. Um, very, very open as well and very realistic. Um, online dating apps are created as platforms for available interested singles to meet each other, you know, to start a relationship. It's a very clear, I like, I like it because it's actually focused, you know, so we're not, it's clear that I'm looking for a relationship. You're looking for a relationship. So when we come to each other, we're coming to each other with that need. I like that, you know, um, it is one of the possibilities that technology has actually brought to us. It is, it is what it is. I mean, for instance, you would agree that technology is a blessing. I'm in my house in London, England, and you are 
in America, you are in England, you are in um, Australia, you are in Germany, you are in Nigeria, you are in South Africa and every other part of the world. And you can hear me right now. Technology is a blessing and we must embrace the blessing that it is. What we must not do is allow it to rule our lives because at the end of the day, it is a tool. What we must not do is allow it to um, become the thing that is smarter than us or that, or that rules us. No, it, 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 that's not how it's, it's meant to work. It's meant to be a tool for us. And so you use it for your good. Do you see? Not for your bad. Exactly. So you must bear them. And so that's like a first rule. You know, you use technology for your good, not for your bad. It is a tool. So you use it. It doesn't use you. It doesn't re- rule you. Because when technology begins to rule you, then it may ruin you. Okay, so and that's what you see with many people staying online on social media all day long, sliding, sliding, sliding. Many people have, you know, moved on to depression just because they have been living on social media and so many things. I mean, that's not a topic for today, but just to give you perspective that technology is a blessing and online dating is one of the products that has come out of, you know, technology being a blessing. All right. Um. And so it is a blessing, however, agreed. And, you know, as with anything that is not used properly, it can be a curse, you know, which is where I want to take this discussion to. OK, um, I always, always teach my singles um, using Isaac and Rebecca. Um, I will start um, a webinar. I'm going to launch out a webinar in about a few days or weeks um, about, you know, for singles, about dating, about, you know, finding the one for you about and all of that, you know. And um, Isaac and Rebecca is such a huge part of that work um, because of the things that, you know, I clearly know that God speaks to me about, you know, marriage, about dating, about choosing, you know, from their story, you know. And um, I will just pick something out of that story for you and then we'll dive in. Abraham was very keen about who his son Isaac will end up with. And... um, He went to his oldest servant and he said, I want you to make sure that my son does not marry from this kind of people, but from that kind of people, because, you know, he was particular that his son would marry from a people that serve the Lord. That was so crucial. That was so crucial. And that remains crucial to every single listening to me. What is important for you is that you are, joining yourself to somebody who knows God, who serves God, who fears God, who loves God. That com- that combination, you must not joke with it. Okay? And so he said that. And so in that story, the servant said, okay. He took it upon himself and he spoke to God and said, God, please lead me. The woman I speak to, let her be the one, you know, and all of that. It's in the Bible. Go and dig into it and read in Genesis. But he he went forth and he, as he had prayed, he met a woman who, you know, immediately they said, oh, please, can we have some water? She even went further and also fed the horses and the camels, you know. So clearly the sign, she, they got the sign that this is the woman for Isaac. They got the sign. All right. Um, but what I want to pick out from there is the the servant. The servant is a medium. The servant was the platform. The servant was the intermediary. I always teach that marriage will always have an intermediary. The thing that brings two people together. That's the truth. It would always have an intermediary. 
um, there will always be a middleman. Sometimes it's a living thing. Sometimes it's a non-living thing. And that's the truth. Um, sometimes it's, I mean, it's as random as getting on the bus together, you know, and maybe something happened on the bus and then you got talking and um, that's it. Sometimes it's as it's as random. Like we always see in those movies when, you know, maybe a lady runs into a man, she drops her books, you know, and they look into each other's eyes, even though that hardly happens in real life. But it does still happen. The point I'm making is it can be a random thing that will be your 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 middleman. Do you see the thing that brings you and your spouse, your future spouse together? You know, if you look at more examples in the Bible, look at Ruth and Boaz. There was a middleman, Naomi. You know, look at Esther and the king, um, Zaxis, oh, the king. Remember the king that married Esther? That's fine, that one. <laughs> um, remember that, 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 that marriage, there was a middleman. It was Mordecai, her uncle, that took her to the place where they were, you know, and all of that, where they were going to choose, you know, a bride and all of that for, for the king. If you look at Ra- Ra- Jacob and Rachel, there was the middleman, Laban, the uncle, because he was going to see the uncle. He wasn't really going for a wife, you know. Um, that's an example. And those are, those, are, those are examples, rather. And there are many examples like that. For I and my husband, we met in the office, you know. So I went, I mean, I went to get, uh, I was looking for a job. I got a job in an office and he was already working there. That was where we met. That was our meeting point. Um, very thankful to my mom's, you know, colleague in the industry who had put in my CV into that organization to say, oh, she's looking for a job. You know, she, 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 she was my Naomi in this case, you know. Uh, and there are so many other stories. I was listening to um, a very respected um um, woman of God on Instagram a few minutes ago and she was saying that she met her husband in the church all of these and you know all of these different platforms I've listed is just to tell you that there will always be something that brings someone together with another person that will lead to a profitable relationship we can't take that away from it we can't okay and so what we must not do is to begin to go in search of a platform to bring you and someone together i don't think so i don't think you should do that for instance you know let's go back to all of the things that um all of the things that um we i have listed you know i listed um i i met my husband in the office i wasn't going to look for him in fact in my case i was engaged do you see so i was engaged and i wasn't searching i wasn't looking up you know i wasn't looking for a relationship um so that was out of the case you know, um, the mentor, the, the respected woman I was listening to on Instagram as well, you know, um, she said she met her husband in the church. She said it wasn't even her own church. She just felt led to go to that church that Sunday and she just went to worship there and then she met him. I don't know the full details, but the point is she wasn't going to say, oh, I'm going to look for a husband today or I'm looking for a church where I can find a husband. Do you see? And that takes me to the point of going after an online dating app for the sake of looking, you know, to get married or looking to be in a relationship. I'll say more about that later. Personally, personally, I wouldn't use an online dating site. If I was single, I wouldn't because it would seem to me like I'm I, I, I'm shopping. It would seem to me like I am um, I'm making you know, um, you, you just imagine yourself shopping. That's what it would seem to me. And so f- because of that, and because I understand that that's really not how it happens um, for a Christian, for a child of God, 
um, I wouldn't do that because I believe that um, a wife is found, you know, by a man, you know, so a, a wife doesn't begin to search through many men and then, you know, say, okay, let me try this one. I don't know if you see what I mean. Um, for a man also, a wife is revealed to a man. God would actually reveal or open up your mind to someone or something inside of you which if you ask me is always the spirit of God in you would say, Oh, go for that lady, you know, speak to that lady so much so that there, more, there may have been five, 10 ladies available to him, maybe in his office, in his classroom or in his neighborhood or in his church. And he never really, you know, paid attention. But one day he sees a lady and his mind says to him, go for that lady. That's what I mean by a wife is revealed to someone. Do you see? And so that's why for me personally, going on an online dating app would seem like distraction to me. It would seem like me trying to help God. It would seem like, like me trying to make things happen for myself and doing things the other way. However, I have a few things I want to share about using um, online dating apps, particularly for Christians. It's important for you to think, pray, and weigh the disadvantages versus the advantages before you put yourself out there online. Don't do it blindly. Don't do it in a hurry because your friends, you know, are doing it. Don't do it because you are afraid or because you think time is going or you, there's a fear, you know, that, oh, if I don't do this now, what's going to happen? Another birthday is coming. No, don't do that. Now, there are advantages of using online dating apps. I'll tell you the advantages so that you can make your decision yourself. The truth of the matter is that when you go on a, an online dating app, it is clear that these two people are single. So you're not still, you know, when you go to a party and you're talking to maybe you meet a, a new lady or you meet like three ladies, you have to ask them, are you in a relationship? Are you seeing someone? Or are you looking to be in a relationship? You have to, the conversation has to get to that point somehow, whether awkwardly or not. You have to know because you want to be sure that they are serious people or not. But what a dating app does is that a dating app already filters it. You know, it already sieves that. It, everyone who is there is looking to date. Is looking. To, in fact, if you go on a Christian one, which, which I would recommend if you would ever want to do that for every Christian single who is listening to me, if you ever think, oh, I want to try it. That's, re that's not regarding the fact that Jackie says personally she doesn't think it's good. If you ever think you want to try, make sure it's a Christian dating app, okay? At least that sort of helps a little bit, even though that does not mean. It's just like church. You meet anyone in church. That you met a lady or a brother in church does not mean that they are godly or they fear the Lord or they are living by, you know, what the Bible says. So you still have to um, do yourself the righteous, the justice of checking them out, of, you know, checking their spirit, you know, and all of that. Okay. Um, so I don't digress. So one of the advantages that of, of the online dating app is that it helps you see who comes to you. You already know that we are both searching. You know that they're serious. They want to be in a relationship. You already know. So that's great. Number two. So. Number two is also that it increases your options. So you actually, the truth of the matter is that there are many people there to choose from. Unlike going to school every day, meeting the same people or going to work every day, meeting the same people, there are options because already these are people that are available and they want to date. So you just go there and choose, you know, you just begin to chat them up and begin to exchange emails and all of that. So that, that happens, you know. However, you may be increasing your confusion with that. Trust me, it is what it is. Think about it. Exactly. So another thing again is that it offers you 
preference. You can quickly say, okay, oh, this person says their personality is this. I don't want that. Or this person says, oh, they're, they're Christian, but they're Catholic. You say, I don't want that. Or this person says they're Christian, they're Pentecostal. You say, oh, I don't want that. You know, so it helps you to sieve and choose quickly. I like it. I mean, those are good things, you know, to help the human mind. But, you know, when you want to date, when you want to get in a relationship, you don't do it with the human mind. Those days have gone. Those days of wasting time have gone. A relationship that will lead to marriage is not something you do just with the human mind. You need more than a human mind. Your spirit must be telling you something. Your spirit must be leading the way. The spirit of God in you must be leading the way. All right. Um, so, yes, it matches you up accordingly. It helps you to choose, you know, clearly who is who and all of that. And finally, one other thing I, I, I think is an advantage is that it clearly you can clearly make your intentions known you know you can clearly say oh i'm looking to get married because the platform allows you to clearly state what you want there's no beating around the bush which i really like you know so those are the advantages you know i'll leave you to think about them to think about if that you know um if those are good enough for you to dive in um but i want to highlight the disadvantages quickly now the dangers of the unknown trust me you can't take that away that's number one disadvantage from somebody who had one, two, three, you know, relationships, heartbreaks and, you know, all of that. I'll tell you that even though I never met any of them online, <laughs> there were many things I did not know, at least particularly about my my ex, you know, um, who I got, who I had to break up the engagement, you know, before our wedding. Um, many things I didn't know, many things they were hiding, you know, and that's probably because I met him a few months, three months then I left my master's abroad for 18 months. Then I came back to Nigeria and then we dated for about seven, eight months before I then realized he was cheating. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is the danger of the unknown is higher. Is higher when you, you know, you meet somebody online and you start dating. Trust me, you don't even have a reference point to sort of refer to say, okay, um, I can speak to so, so, so and so person about him. Do you see what I mean? Most of the time that doesn't happen because in fact, what the online dating app does is that you can choose to date anybody from any part of the world. So it enlarges your options, like I said earlier on, but that means that you can be dating someone that you don't even have a clue where they're from and a whole lot or what they're about and that. So that's number one. The danger of the unknown is very high with dating online and so it would take a lot of digging in a lot of you know in, and in fact a whole lot for those of us who even meet people physically and have to date them work with them in the same office or go to the same church or in the same neighborhood or families introduce you or something you'd agree that there's a lot you still want to know there's a lot you're searching for you want to make sure you're ticking some boxes and when i say box i'm talking about does he have money or does she have a master's those are not the kind of things we tick when it comes to me you know um for those of my singles who are in my mentoring group they know that we talk about more serious things than that all right so the next thing would be that it will take your time dating online will take your time you would have to keep checking through profiles and profiles of pictures of you know um, profiles of men or ladies depending on whether you're a man or a woman you know you keep checking you keep screening oh no i don't want that oh see her face oh see his face oh i don't like his beard you know and you keep doing that and i want to ask would that not de deny you time to maximize your singleness if you're going to keep checking day in day out or every week if there's an email from someone who wants to ask you out and they want to check if you like the person or not don't you think you'll be spending so much time online trying to just do something that may just not be it may be a futile effort at the end of the day 
And then it robs you of the time to maximize your singleness. This season where you're single, where you're claiming, oh, there's no man. No one is asking me out. I'm not in a relationship. This season is must not waste. Enjoy it. The one who made you knows that you want to be in a relationship, knows that you want to get married. He probably has marriage plans and destiny for you. He'll work it out. Anyways, next disadvantage. It's also not free. I realize that most of them are actually not free. They require memberships. You know, they require that you you pay membership fees. So then you want to ask yourself, you're going to pay to get married or to get in a relationship. Really? Has it come to that? I don't think so. So another disadvantage is everyone puts their best foot forward when it comes to online dating apps. Nobody is going to go there and just put out the worst of them. They're going to tell you everything nice about them. Um, highest, they'll give you one or two things that are not so positive but they will not be terrible things it's like when you go for a job interview and they say what are your strengths and your weaknesses what do we always do we always want to say that our weaknesses are also a good thing anyway <laughs> even though that's not right but that's what we do um so you don't want that you don't want that because you want to gradually be, be you know see them at their worst and at their good times it helps you to make a decision you know and if you're going to meet somebody online are you restricting to a particular location so that you can see them because then the barrier of not seeing them physically also is under disadvantage oh it is it's a big one because even the ones we see physically there are still issues not to talk of the ones you don't see okay so it will be difficult to know their true beliefs their true convictions and their character the final thing is also when you go on an online dating app your privacy is you know, involved. And you want to ask yourself if you really want to um, have your privacy put out there, your details, your name, everything, just because you want to find someone um, to be in a relationship with. I have given you the pros and cons. And that's because I want you to decide really, is it worth it or no? Or, oh yes. And if it is, I think I've given you enough tips, you know, to help you to, to do it right. Um, but finally, I want to say something to leave you... Um, to be able to make a good decision at this time for you to think and to want to sign up online you know because you're looking to get in a relationship or a marriage could it be that you're in a hurry um or you're getting impatient with god and you're trying to help him hasten things up could it be that you're you're not willing to go through your process you know your process of growing of being more like jesus you know of letting his plans for you come to pass in his own time could it be that do you want to check yourself and say, okay, why am I even thinking of an online dating app? What, what, what do I think? Do I think that I can never find a man out there? Why, what's the reason? Because the moment you can put a finger on why you want to do it, you may be able to tell yourself, okay, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But what I want to say is whether you're single or married, your life is about reflecting Christ. As long as you're a child of God, your life is about reflecting Christ and pointing others to him. As a single, this must remain your life's purpose. Your life's purpose is not finding a date or a mate. I want to say that. And that's not because I'm married. But that's because even though I'm married now, that's, my life has not ended juicy because I'm married. No, I am still having to fulfill this purpose of reflecting Christ and pointing others to him. One of the ways I'm doing that is talking to you using this podcast to share my insights with you, what I know about what God wants and how to live for Christ. Do you see that? So as a single, this must remain your life's purpose, seeking Christ daily and fervently. 
Because I remember that the Bible says that you should do what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all other things will be added unto you. He didn't say seek ye first the kingdom of God, then look for a platform to find a man and then he will give you. Do you see? And the scripture, the word of God is whole. It is whole. It is complete. It doesn't need anyone to add anything to it. So you seek Christ daily and fervently and he will add to you all other things, including your marriage, including the fine boy, the fine guy you want to marry, the lovely lady you want to marry, the pretty queen you want to marry. And I want to urge you at this time to fully strive to trust in him. Trust God. He never fails. He's not sleeping. He's awake. Rely on him. Don't be Sarah who got tired of waiting and went to meet her servant to get pregnant for her husband. No, don't get the wrong answers because you couldn't wait anymore. Because Ishmael was not Isaac. He can never be. He couldn't have been. That's not the promised son that God talked about. Do you see? And that's what happens when we try and go after things because we think we want to do it our own way or we want to help, you know, um, to make things happen better. So rely on, rely on God, rest in him. Don't underestimate his power. You know, um, don't underestimate his sovereign control over your life. He's in control. He's not sleeping. The Bible says that he never sleeps, nor slumber. He's got you covered right seek to trust in him with all your heart and he will make your relationship path clear he will make the path clear i mean it's amazing to me that after all you know my life as a single lady in the uni after doing my masters in london you know and many other things how come it took me going back home to nigeria getting engaged to someone else breaking up before i then met my husband in the office i was working within six months or seven months seriously there's a path god already god already destined for you don't miss it just keep aligning with him keep looking at him keep being in him you know keep making yourself available to god position yourself to god and he will make all things available to you Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's what's going to happen to you. Do what you need to do and he will direct your path. I hope this helps you. Send me your questions. Share with your friends. Follow me on Instagram at Jackie Talks. So J-A-C-K-I-E. T-A-L-K-S, Jackie Talks. And um, you can find me on Facebook as well, Jacqueline Oludimu. I want to connect with you. Drop me a message, drop me questions, um, and I probably will treat them in the next podcast or the next one. And until I speak to you again, it's bye for now. Thank you for joining. Cheers. Bye.